Hello, coming to you live from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome to Her Next Chapter, the podcast dedicated to sharing stories from amazing women who have reinvented their careers or lives. Could be total changes, could be side hustles. I'm Stephanie Pierce, mother of three, wife of one, former corporate exec, and now I am the founder and CEO of StephPierce.com. And I am Julie Burton, founder of Modern Well, a female-centered co-working space in Minneapolis. And I'm the author of The Self-Care Solution, A Modern Mother's Must-Have Guide to Health and Well-Being. And I'm a mother and a wife. In each episode, Julie and I will bring you these awesome stories about the power, pain, and laughs that come from change. Are you ready for your next chapter? Everybody, hey Julie. Hello, Stephanie. How, How are, you? are you? Oh, I'm just delightful, and um, I'm good. I'm great. I'm happy to see you and hear you. And what an episode we have today! I must say, we sure do. Another great guest. You know, we are so fortunate today to have Nikki Scanlon on. And before we get into Nikki's story. Um, I, I always think it's great. There's all, all these wonderful people that we've been connected to through Modern Well. And, you know, you all know that Julia is CEO and founder. Uh, but today we have um, Nikki Scanlon on to talk a little bit about her reinvention story. Nikki, welcome. We're excited to have you on. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thanks we for inviting are- me. So as you know, um, listeners, we try to bring in all different stories uh, from women in our community that can tell about and give you advice and counsel and perspectives as it relates to reinvention. And so today, as we've mentioned, we have Nikki Scanlon. As you know, I or Julie, we usually give you a snippet of who Nikki is, and then we're going to have her tell you even more. But Nikki is the Managing Director of Family Wealth at Olson Wealth Group. Um, And Nikki specializes in a wide range of complex services. So she uh, aligns family wealth with vision and values, um, comprehensive aggregated reporting, and as an engineer, I'm a big fan of reporting, and clarity to governance and philanthropic endeavors. And so, you know, one of the things that I was saying to Nikki before we started is, you know, this work has probably become even more valuable um, in the last year or so, as I think about, certainly in my family and my friends, this topic has become much more important, where you're really thinking about um, the bigger picture. You're really thinking about what are we doing? Um, what does investment mean? What does that mean for our family? Um, so we're excited to have um, Nikki on to tell her story. And it sounds to me, Nikki and Jules, like um, you've known each other. <laughs> we, we, we are, yes, we, um, so we, op- Modern Mall opened in 2018 and um you know that first year it was just it was just amazing you know having women come in from all over doing you know a lot of different things and i remember um when nikki came in and she was working also in and well she was an, an attorney before and um had made the transition to wealth management and 
you know, was really interested in, in meeting more women and, and um, getting connected with the Modern Wealth community and her presence um, is, is so bright and so positive. And I just, it was, it was really um, lovely having her in the space. And then I remember when she got pregnant and then we got to see her cute little belly and the whole the whole thing um and so that was we had a, we had several we we had several pregnant women um yes. at modern well that first year we had all we called them and then the babies came and they were modern well minis um <laughs> we had a, we had a bunch of modern well minis so that was that was really fun to kind of go through that phase of of nikki's life with her so welcome nikki we are so happy to have you today Thank Welcome. you, Julie. I remember doing an event with you or at Modern Well. We partnered with the UN. Um, I also partnered with a friend of mine, Christy Hummer, and I was very pregnant. I was very, very pregnant. And I remember having to give a little bit of a speech in your space and just kind of that feeling of out of breath when you've got that big belly. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> welcoming me and taking me all in and with, you know, exactly how I was and who I was in the moment. So yeah, of course, my pleasure. I think that what you've created, Julie, is just incredible. So Oh, absolutely. Nikki, we are so excited to have you. And um, so my first question, our first question is always, you know, tell us a little bit about your reinvention story and how you define reinvention. And I'm hoping that you'll have the opportunity as you tell the story to talk a little bit about your competitive horse riding. Um, uh, yes, we need to hear about that. I need to... <laughs> know more about that. Um, so tell us, tell us what reinvention means to you and then talk to us a little bit about how that's come to life um, in your life. Yeah. So when I think of reinvention, I think of rather than changing who you are, really aligning with who you already are or who, you, who you've always been. So rather than a big pivot. And I know for some people they've made a huge pivot or, um, you know, turned 90 degrees and gone on a different path in their life. But I think for me, it's more about tweaking little things to realign yourself or realign myself with who I am, you know, at my core and realigning myself with my integrity. And I don't necessarily mean integrity in the, in, in a, I mean it in the sense of like, you know, what aligns with your soul. And, um, I know Stephanie, in one of your episodes or in your, ep your episode, you mentioned that you kind of feel that little itch, like something's not quite off. You're not quite aligned with who you really are. And so for me, reinventing anyone and reinventing myself, especially was just kind of getting back on track or just finding out who I really was through many different experiences. Um, and it's slow. I mean, it's a slow reinvention. Like I said, it's not just taking a, a right path or sometimes it's accepting opportunities that come into your life that feel right or really honing into that itch that things don't feel right. So changing um, and kind of steering on, on course. So that's how my reinvention story throughout these years has kind of evolved. So you mentioned, Julie, that I was an attorney before this. So um, I was an attorney for about seven years. I started my practice right out of law school. So I started a law practice at 25, which is crazy, wow. <laughs> but I did it. And I think, um, had I overthought it at the time, you know, I never would have done it, 
but um, it felt right at the time and, and, you know, it lasted seven years and I ended up selling it to another firm um, to make way for a path that was more in line with who I was. So again, going back to kind of that theme of just reinventing myself in a way that sort of puts me back on, onto the path that I think that was meant for me. So sold my law practice after seven years, joined um, a large corporate organization for in, in wealth management, was there for a number of years, um, had an opportunity with, I met who is now my mentor, um, to come in as a, as a business owner into her firm. Um, and once again, just realigning with who I am. So going back to that entrepreneur who I really am in my, in my core um, and working with someone who just really real you know, aligned with who I am as a person. So that's how I've reinvented myself. Again, just kind of small tweaks to get to the path that feels right for me. I, I love that. And I, I think, I think we um, getting clear and, and getting grounded in, in who you are and, and what aligns with your soul is, is so important in this in this reinvention world right because um and and the thing we change right so so how do you when you're trying to to find sort of that clarity um of of what is in alignment with with your your energy your soul how do you like what kinds of practices do you use to to get that, um, you know, to sort of get quiet and, and figure that out. Because I think, I feel like so many people are just like going, 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 I'm doing this, I'm working this job, I'm taking care of my kids, I'm going here, I'm going there. But like, when you ask like, what is your, you know, what is your purpose? What they're like, I don't know, I, I'm just doing it, right? So, so can you just talk a little bit about that, Nikki? I think that's such a good question. And I think it's easier said than done. So I think it's really tuning in to your intuition and really tuning into how you feel, whether that's with some stillness, whether that's, okay, how I always think of it is what is energizing me? What am I thinking about in my free time? Where do I feel like I'm my most self? And then aligning with that. So what was I doing when I felt really energized? Or what was I doing when I felt really, really drained? Um, and oftentimes I have found with myself anyway, and I have to imagine it's everyone else is the things that you're naturally good at are the things that you enjoy doing. So if you think about the things that, you know, that just really came easy to me. I didn't have to think about it. Well, for some, some people that'd be like such a pain to have to do that. So it's thinking about what you're good at and just gravitating towards those things. And I think, like I said, those are the things that ultimately are in line with who you are and, and make you happy too. So Easier said than done. I think I spent many, many years spinning my wheels. I'm sure I will spend many, many years in the future spinning my wheels as well. So, um, but looking back as I was kind of thinking about this podcast, that seems to be sort of how I've been able to navigate the path. I wonder, did you, were there signals, signs when you said, okay, it's time to sell the practice or signals or signs that that told you it was time to make a pivot? How did you know? So that's a good question. So I think sometimes your energy and your intuition knows before you even know. And that energy that you put out oftentimes is the energy that you get, get back. So when I sold my practice, my law practice, I wasn't even thinking about selling my law practice. 
I was thinking about, okay, I don't know if this totally aligns with who I am. I don't know if I'm totally happy in the practice of law. At the time I was doing a lot of family law and it was just kind of dragging me down. And I remember just thinking about it so often. And clearly that was the energy that I was putting out. And shortly thereafter, probably six months to a year after, I received an offer for my firm. Someone approached me and said, are you, you know, would you consider selling your firm? Um, first, they asked me to become a business partner. And at that point, I, I wasn't ready for a business partner. And she said, would you want to sell it? And I've thought about that moment so many times because I thought it had to have been something that I was putting out into the universe. You know, clearly my intuition was not at ease. It was not, I was not feeling right on the path that I was. And then this kind of fell in my lap. And so I think it's being open to opportunities, good and bad. You know, that was an end of a chapter. Um, and it turned into, you know, I, it blossomed into something so much greater. That's awesome. And so, so as you have progressed through your career and, and done some really cool um, pivots or, or, you know, I mean, I, I love, I love how you, how you said that in the beginning when you said that it, it's, it's, sort of becoming who you already are. Um, and, you know, I teach writing and um, we do a lot of work, um, a lot of writing work on like going back to like your, your childhood almost. And like, what, what like makes your heart sing? What makes your heart dance? Like what makes you really happy? Like you're saying, go, go where the energy is. And, and I love, I love that you talk about that it's not necessarily just this like hard pivot, like, okay, not, but it's just like listening to, to what makes your heart happy. And that's, I mean, really what life is all about. Um, so I love how you, how you phrase I think, that. I think that's so true. And I think sometimes if you are so set on expectations that maybe external forces have put upon you, or you've thought, no, this is what I should be doing, you can't really hear that voice. I think eventually it gets out. You know, I think what's meant to be will always find a way out, but it could be years and years and years. And I, like I said, I've been there. I've spent years um, spinning my wheel. So I haven't gotten this right the whole time. But I think looking back over it and thinking, okay, how did this all work out? I've thought about that, that if I hadn't have been open to opportunity at that time, if I would have kept on telling myself, hey, you went and got your law degree, you went and got your master's degree, this is what you're supposed to do, you're supposed to be an attorney, you know, um, if I wouldn't have been open to another path, I don't think I would have heard that. I don't think I would have found myself on that path. Yes. So Nikki, when, when we, when you, um, your mom, obviously, um, and we kind of think about, you know, motherhood as, as a reinvention, right? Because like, who knew what that would that like oh whole can of worms <laughs> would open up? Right? It's so, an can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that's a whole episode or many episodes in and of themselves. But and bless um, your heart for having four. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't. I just oh, it's, it's hats journey. off, Jules. Hats yeah. off. They're, they're beautiful, beautiful humans, and I'm thankful every day, and it is, it is an interesting journey. Um, but talk about your, your transition to motherhood as you're, as you're making these career changes and balancing mom and work and, and all the things. So talk about that and how that's affected you 
Yeah, I'm so glad we're touching on that. That has been a huge part of this evolution. Um, becoming a mom is the best thing in the world. I just can't even, I have chills thinking about it. Um, but it's difficult to go back to work. And I will say probably one of the hardest times I've gone through is that transition of just feeling so torn that you're, you want to be in, you know, when you're at work, you want to be home. When you're at home, you want to be at work. And everyone says that. And I, you know, you, people tell you that, but until you really experience it, it's difficult to empathize with it. And those few months. So when I went back to work after maternity leave, I pretty much went straight into this new position with Ozone Wealth Group. And so I was kind of starting a new job and going back as a working mom. Oh. Um, <laughs> and it was hard. It was really, really, really hard. And guilt is tough. I mean, the guilt of it all is really, really hard. Now I will say, kind of going back to aligning with who you really are, I know that I'm someone who's meant to work. I just know that about myself. Um, so I have to keep that in mind as I'm making decisions. Um, but wanting to be home and wanting to see every little moment is hard. Yeah. Now, what I've learned through this all, and I'm, I'm fortunate to have kind of set up a position where I am now where I can make it all work. You know, I'm committed to not missing as much as I possibly can. So if that means that I leave work early and that means I'm, you know, turning back my computer, turning my computer back on at 730 when she goes to bed, that's what I'm going to do. So I'm lucky that I've been able to kind of create a flexible schedule in that I work a ton, but I can kind of fit it into how it works with her. So, um, but it's hard and I, I will continue to lean on my friends and people like you, Julie, for advice and figuring it all out. And um, it'll be, it's, it'll always be evolving in this way. And, and you never, and I know stuff, you know, we, we, we talk, talked about this. You, you never really figure it out. You just, you just keep trying and, yeah. okay, I'm going to try this way. I'm going to try that way. But, but just that keep guilt, reinventing. Keep, exactly. <laughs> just, well, and I feel so blessed to have a girl too. And, and, you know, hopefully in the future, we'll see what happens in the future as well. But just having my girl now and showing her that, no, no, mommy doesn't have to go to work. Mommy gets to go to work. She gets to go do something that she's good at. She's passionate. You know, she has passion for her. She's, she's helping people. She gets to go to work. So she may not understand that right now. She's only 16 months, but hopefully that energy is something that she can pick up on and that it's, it's something that I feel privileged to do and she'll pick up on that, you know, going forward. And she will. I, you know, my girls have seen me transition and have always seen me work and my youngest is gonna be 10 soon. And trust me, you will have moments when they say things to you and you will be devastatingly happy. And then you will have moments when they say things to you like, mommy, are you still on your computer? Well, you will be devastatingly devastated. Um, okay. um, and, but I think they do get it. There's something you said, there's a lot that you said, but there, you know, that is really, I would love to talk a little bit more about it. And it's this whole concept of doing what you're supposed to do yes. versus doing what your heart is calling you to do. And so I wonder, particularly Nikki, for people who have invested so much time in becoming attorneys, doctors, 
And so I'm just curious, um, how do you do, how did you do that? How did you get from supposed to, to heart's work, want to? Mm -hmm. Well, I think, like I said before, in, in a lot of ways, it will, your truth will always come out. So whether it's now or in 10 years from now, I think if your heart is yearning to do something different, you'll be forced into probably doing something different because I don't think you can go against the grain for that long. But I think your question is more, okay, how do you find that before you have to go through 10 years of, you know, not of doing something you don't want to do? And I think it's, for me, you know, I had to kind of justify, all right, why do I have two advanced degrees when I could have done my, my current job without those or, or why, you know, and I think I've thought about it so many ways. I wouldn't be here now if I didn't have those prior experiences. So I don't think that I think about it as that was time lost or an opportunity lost. I think it is, it, I, this wouldn't have come to me now had I not had what I had before. So I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Part, of the, part of the journey. One of the things I've said to a friend um, along those same line, along that same line is, because um, she too was an attorney, that was what you were supposed to do at that time. And to do the work, that great litigation work that you did early on, you needed those degrees. And now you're moving into something else. And so it's not like, like you said, Nikki, it's not like it's time wasted. That was absolutely what you were supposed to be and do at that time. Yep. Time moves on. We grow and evolve and change. And other things come our way. I think what gets challenging for people is not having it take 10 years Mm -hmm. before we make the move. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of, a lot of it too is jumping in, just do it. Don't overthink it. Like starting my practice at 25, like, like I said before, I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, a 25 year old has no business opening up a law firm, but <laughs> I mean, I think had I overthought it, I never would have done it. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes you just have to make up your mind things are not going to always be aligned and just jump in and you'll figure it out. You're not going to drown. Nikki. So what would you say to people um, speaking of, you know, just jumping in and what would you say to people who feel, who feel like they are stuck? Like, like they, they're, you know, they, they can't just that, you know, they're maybe they're the, breadwinner in the family that they're, um, or a single mom or, you know, someone who is really, um, has a tremendous amount of weight on their shoulders. Um, and you know, with work and kids and all the things and just feels like I can't, I can't do what my, I can't do that heart dancing thing. Like I gotta, I gotta pay the bills, right? Like I don't, you know, because right. So, um, um, what, yeah. What, what would you say to women who are feeling really trapped and stuck and, um, how to kind of work through that? Mm -hmm. That's such a good question. Cause you are right. I mean, in some ways it's a privilege. Um, I think one way to do it is to kind of dip your toe and maybe, maybe it's a side hustle. And I know you've talked about that on your podcast before, and maybe it's just something that's 
on the nights and weekends if, if time allows. And you can sort of flex that muscle and, and, and build that muscle in, in maybe getting the confidence or building up reserves elsewhere to then finally do it. Um, or maybe that just satisfies that itch as well. Um, it's finding a creative outlet. It's finding something that does align with you. And also, I mean, for a lot of people, your work doesn't have to be the primary source of your fulfillment. It can just be part of your life. And that's okay. So if you can find fulfillment elsewhere, um, I think that would be a great way to do it. And then just know that, you know, these are the circumstances that I'm in and work is, is part of that and work kind of checks the box and I'm fine with it. And, and I'm really fulfilled in other parts of my life. You know, I've chosen to live a life in which work and personal life, um, there's really not, they're completely blended. Um, part of that is the nature of my job. Part of that is just sort of the nature of how I work. So if I wasn't getting fulfillment at work, I think that that would be difficult with my life just because they're so blended. But I don't know if everyone has to have that. I think some people can have so much fulfillment elsewhere that work is just sort of part of their life, a small part of their life. And I think that's okay. That is really beautiful advice because it's totally just, it just won't be that. It won't work. We'll just not be that. But it's, it's the, you know, the, the dance classes that you take after work. It's the, you know, the, the spending time with, with friends, engaging in the community, all the things that um, can, can make your heart dance, right? But it doesn't have to be tied into work. Work is work and it pays the bills. And then I, I love that, Nikki. That's, that's really good advice. I like to say, you know, one thing can't be all the things, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I think about that even with my husband. There are certain things I just, I can't. He's looking at me like, you need to phone a friend on this one, my friend, right? Like, he can't be all the things. And so I think the same is with your career, right? It's the reason why people get involved in nonprofits or have side hustles because they are a whole person and need multiple avenues with which to get at who they are. And I think that's really profound. Nikki, thank you for sharing that. Is, what is, what is your, what's like a day in the life for you right now? What in your, in your current role as um, in wealth management, as mom, and what, what is, what does a day look like for you? Yeah. So, you know, my days are bookended by family time. And, you know, I am counting the hours until I get to see my sweet little poppy, Penelope, we call her poppy. Um, in the mornings, you know, we have our mornings together. And then, you know, of course, the last year hasn't been as typical, but um, I love the feeling of, I, a few years ago, a friend said, get up, dress up and show up. And I love that saying because I love getting, you know, getting up, dressing up and going to work, whether it's just going and sitting in my office upstairs or wherever I'm sitting for that day in my house. Um, and it's getting in the mindset in the morning. My mornings are really sacred. I have time with Poppy, you know, and then I'm kind of in work mode. And usually my mornings are Zooms or, or you know, in meetings. And then the afternoons are, you know, depending on what's going on that day, you know, working on client files or whatever it might be. But I love the I, I love the um, the concept of going to work and getting dressed up to go to work and that just motivates me. Um, so I love that concept of get up, dress up, and show up, even during COVID. <laughs> even during COVID. 
where most most of us were in our our sweats and our oh, like I am, yes Nikki yes. was dressed no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> dresser can be sweats too you can make dress sweats look pretty fabulous just yeah, saying <laughs> yeah and Nikki yeah. I wonder what other advice or counsel words of wisdom would you have to women who are looking to reinvent or pivot? You've already shared some really great things, but are there other areas or, or opportunities or insights you'd want to share with our listeners? Mm -hmm. I think don't overthink it. Just do it. Follow your intuition, follow your heart and just jump in and do it. And, and I think a lot of that has to do with being open to opportunity and having an open heart and having an open mind to opportunity. So I would just tell, I would just say, I would tell my younger self and I would tell anyone, just try to be as open as you can to possibilities. Um, and if you feel, if something comes your way and it just is, it feels right, then do it. Don't, don't think about it. Just go. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. That's, Thank you. you. You have a very brave and courageous soul. Like it, it you know, it, and um, I think that is just, that is something you're, you're just such a breath of fresh air because you really, um, you really do talk the talk and walk the walk. Like you don't just say like, Oh, just do it. Like you just did it. Like you, you're, that's, that is really, and, and it's just, it's so, I think our listeners will be very inspired um, because um, you really have taken those big, those big jumps um, in, in your careers, even when the, the voices are saying, well, you're a lawyer and you went to law school and, and you should be, you should, that's what you should do. And you're like, no, I, I don't think so. And, and you just did it, which is so, I mean, kudos to you. Yeah. I think that's awesome. I think that, and what I love about it is it's sort of like you, you did the lawyer part yeah. and you did it well. Right. And so, but that doesn't mean that you have to do that exact thing for the rest of your life. I always, you know, try to remind myself that 18 year old Stephanie, 19 year old Stephanie, picked engineering right i mean that doesn't mean that you know 48 year old stephanie has to agree right because they while they are the same person they are in different places they have different ideas and motivations and allowing ourselves the opportunity to recognize that is really important so thank you nikki for reminding us of that mm -hmm. we what a delight Yes. How, um, how does everybody find you? Okay. Well, you can find, so Olson Wealth Group is, is the company. So, and, and Scanlon at OlsonWealthGroup.com. That's probably the best place to find me. Okay. Um, maybe at Modern Well in person one of these days. I hope so. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um, I love that. Yep. We love that. Yeah. And as usual, we'll have all of um, Nikki's info um, on our show notes. Um, so people will know what's up. Nikki, what a delight. It is great to meet you. Um, 
I look forward to meeting you and Poppy because <laughs> I mean, she has to be amazing because her nickname is Poppy. Like everything about that. Makes right? I love that. Um, <laughs> so thank you for your time and sharing your story with us. Um, Jules, as always, wonderful to chat with you. Always a pleasure, my friend. Listeners, always thank you so much. Enjoy, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you as well. Oh, thank, thank you, you so much. It's so great to see you and hear you. And, and thanks for sharing all of your positive energy with us. And thank you for giving me the opportunity and, and um, what you both have built, this community um, that women can come on and feel vulnerable and speak you know, their, about who they are and about their past is just um, it's such a privilege. And, and thank you for that. And um, what you two have built is, is really inspiring. So thank you. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of HerNextChapter.co. You can follow us on Instagram at HerNext.Chapter. And you can find all of our lovely, fun, fabulous podcasts on all those places where podcasts can be found. Please follow us and give us five stars. We'd be so delighted and tickled. And we hope that you are enjoying your time with us. Last but not least, hernextchapter.co. You can check us out there as well. See you next week.